You're listening to Just, stories about the people working to build thriving communities rooted in justice. I'm Jess Averhart, co-founder of Black Wall Street Homecoming. And I'm Rob Shields, executive director of the ReCity Network. All right, look, so here's why we're here. We're here to get proximate. We're here to listen. We're here to process. And we're here to help you process. But here's what we're not going to do. We're not going to be preachy because we don't have all the answers. And we will never make you feel like an outsider. Keeping with the theme of sharing, we always want to acknowledge the whole person. And that starts with our personal Personal check-in. Let's do it. Hey, Jess. How are we doing, friend? Hey, Rob. Good. It's good to see you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. It is so, it's good to be back and it's good to be, it's good to be in like bonus territory. I always get fun about, I get really excited about these extra above and beyond episodes that like our listeners might not be uh, expecting. Um, But man, they're in for a real surprise today. And a lot of that is, is your fault. I mean, it's because of your, of your genius in thinking about how we, how we kind of turn the corner into the new year. So it's my love for David Letterman, frankly, for the listeners. <laughs> That's all the right. inspiration. <laughs> so well, we're all, yeah, we're already in that mode. So, Hey, yeah. catch us up. How you doing? All the things. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm really, I think like everybody is, I'm just ready to close a chapter. I'm also been very reflective. You know, you've sent me some videos and different things to look at. It makes me very reflective on 2020. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so excited about today's episode. Uh, personally, things are good. Things are great. You know, um, we put up our tree and I had to put it up this year because I could not find a 10 to 11 foot tree anywhere that didn't cost like 300 bucks. There's like some Man, sort of tree, tree, tree inflation point. was crazy this season. It was yes. nuts. It was Everyone nuts. Everyone so, says amen to that. Amen. I, so we decided to just bring out old faithful. Like my, my artificial tree has been a part of our family for a long time. And she's been sitting in the attic for years. And I was like, she's coming down this year. So she looks great. She's doing us justice. You know? So here's here's the real question. Is trees was our theme at last episode, right? The last time. Yeah, right. So now that it's post Christmas, how long a tree person are you? Are you into mm-hmm. like are you are you like hard stop at New Year's? Are you like it's almost Valentine's Day? Where's no. the line for you? <laughs> now, if you ask my son this, this is hilarious because he <laughs> he told me recently that I leave the tree up into January. And I was like, yo, I have not done that for years. I take it down the weekend after New Year's every for like years, mostly because, and here's why now it's dawning on me while we're recording this because we have a live tree. He's remembering when we had our artificial tree up, which was years ago, I would leave that thing up till I was good and ready to take it down. But with a, with the live tree, you know, we usually bring it into the house the week of the Friday after Thanksgiving. So by New Year's, you know, it's it's rough going, right? It's dried out. <laughs> it needs yep. to go. Oh, oh yeah. So, yeah, my, yeah, my tree died four weeks ago, like the yeah. three days after I got it. So it's, <laughs> I, I, that's another. Yeah, I hope, is that true? Oh, I never know how to keep it alive. Like it really, I, I, I try to water it. I don't, I try to, I, I, I it just doesn't work. I don't know. Oh that's my a, goodness. Well, that, but that's another, it's a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother episode that people probably are not. That's not the reason why they're tuning in is Definitely to not. talk about our, our tree. Well, tell us why we're here. Tell us, yep. you yep. know, frame this up for us. Um, you've already alluded. We're gonna have a fun, a fun episode together. And I think our, our listeners are going to be like, oh my gosh, it's so nostalgic and cute. Yeah. So I'm sure the time. I'm sure the title probably was a good teaser for this. Honestly, everybody's in that mode, right? Post-Christmas, 
it's like yeah. it's gearing up into New Year's resolution mode and the countdowns are on. You know, we're a yeah. couple of days away from New Year's. So every article, every blog, every video is like, but I mean, honestly, this is an idea that I think you, you had had because, just because we had so many good guests this season. Yeah. And it's a lot. It's a lot of content, but just almost like doing a little bit of our own countdown mm -hmm. to refresh our listeners on all the ways that they could show up in 2021. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because we've, we've been so intentional to structure these really in-depth conversations and try to land the plane practically, you know, not always, not exclusively. So, so, some of the show moments are more philosophical, but a lot of them are very, very practical yes. and very doable for our listeners. And I think since we're in that season, why not? Right. Like, why not, you know, give people a refresher? And if you're new to the podcast, hey, welcome. Yeah. We've That's been right. waiting for you. Hey. 2021, you're going to get a chance to, to catch up really concisely because this has given you a little bit of, the, of a summary of all of season two in a single episode as we land the plane and turn the corner on a new year. So this is really neat. I think this, this, this phrase that you coined from the beginning of this podcast of, of show up moments, right? I, I think it's so, it's so helpful because it really blends the deep conversation we're having, but while feeling empowering for people to be able to take a step. And so yeah. I'm excited. So if you haven't figured out already, we're not having a, a guest today. Our guests are all the guests we've had so far. Yep. Um, and you're going to kind of get this little trailer of little season snippet. two. Well, fun. That's right. And here's um, the thing, though. The, here's the thing for our, for our listeners. If you're, if you're just struggling, like, man, every year it's the same resolution. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to, you know, get up at five instead of six or whatever your thing is. Why don't you just maybe replace that with one of these? <laughs> Listen right. to our show up moments and say, you know what, this year I'm going to have a more meaningful, more disciplined show up moment. It's going to be around how I feel around justice in my community mm -hmm. and, you know, pick out of the potpourri of opportunity that you're going to be reminded of here shortly. Or it's a both hand. We talk about okay, that yeah, too, right? It's like, hey, take care you of yourself. Also lose weight. Yeah, take care of yourself. If you, yeah, take care of yourself. But also, maybe have something that is others focused. And I think that's the thing. That's I it. think there's going to be a theme throughout here where, well as said. you practice, you know, taking care of yourself. Let's also lean into community and lean into to justice in in 2021 and make make that a resolution that maybe lasts longer than the weight loss plan because those typically get discarded. Uh, week two, if I'm real, lucky. real, real quick. Yeah. Real. All right. Well, hey, without further ado, we're going to hand you over to our amazing guests from season two. Sit back, sit back and lean in. So that, that seems contradictory, but do both. Right. Um, <laughs> and we're going to come. We'll, we'll be back on the back end to uh, to help land the plane and, and bookmark the show today. So thank you so much for being here. And without further ado, season here, two, season two. Rewind. Rhymed it. Rewind. The remix. <laughs> For those who want to be a part of a just leadership group, navigating this in a, any cohort environment and would love to have people engage with that if they're interested. The more we can get this out to folks, you know, I think uh, it's inspiring. A lot of white leaders are motivated or feel like they're motivated by guilt and shame. And that is a very, very bad motivator. And yet what I found with this is this inspires creativity and sort of thinking beyond our normal way of thinking to be inspired about the ways that we can live our lives and have a, a redeeming legacy that, again, impacts our, our children and their children. Trying to help 
other people just understand. It's just difficult on a daily basis. I find all that I can offer is prayer, my faith, that we'll get through it. We're going to be all right. Because otherwise you will, you will stay in a state of despair. You will not have hope. You'll want to, to lock your kids and your grandkids up in the house and never let them go anywhere for fear that this sort of thing will happen, something will happen to them. And I refuse to allow that to happen. When it rises up in me, I know I have to go to the source of my creator because that's the only way I'll have peace. And the Lord gives me that peace and helps me to understand that I I'm strengthened in the fact, too, that I am a descendant of African slaves, and they survive far worse than what I've experienced. And so it helps me to look back at my ancestors, my grandparents, and see how they made it. And that encourages me to keep making it. And that's, that's the only thing. That's all I got for people. <laughs> Jesus. Some of y'all know my, my story as being a collegiate athlete, and I know what it means to get hit. I know what it means to have to get back up. Even when you're tired, you don't want to. To run the race with endurance, as the scripture says, because there's there have been those who run before us and have been hit harder. Compare our pain to someone else's. Who's been the most victimized? That doesn't get you very far. What is it like to go back through history and, and see how they made it over? You know, if you haven't had people proximate enough to you to like be visible witnesses of that, it just becomes preached words. Words are what we have. So let's speak life. Let's speak hope. Also say what's real. You know, it's real out here. We need to we need to affirm our, our identity as black people and to say that we matter, not to the uh, disparagement of any other group. For me to affirm myself does not automatically exclude you if, unless you choose to exclude yourself, you know. So the pilgrimage really has emphasized over the last four years the importance of getting your feet on the ground, being in these places in the city, hearing from the stories, looking people in the eye and hearing them tell their stories. There's such an important framework to the pilgrimage that emphasizes place and reflection and stories and transformation. And so what we're doing is taking those values of the pilgrimage and trying to create something that can help people learn more about their city, more about the story of race and class and colonialism, particularly in their own city. We want people to kind of learn what is this, why does this matter in our own city? So we are creating a video series curriculum that will take people on this pilgrimage journey throughout the city through a series of videos and an accompanying curriculum can kind of go on a eight to 10 week journey deeply centered on the story of Durham. We are trying to raise support for it right now. I think even more than just financial support, we want people to spread the word about this because there's so many different groups that can use this. It's an individual, individual fight, right? It's individual work. You have to work where you are and you just have to start there. You got to start where you are doing that deep, reflective thing in the mirror. Where am I? Yes. I want to see white people work in white spaces. Mm. I can't wait. Stay out of my community. Stop yeah. trying to come save little black kids. Please go deal with your nephew. Please yeah. go deal with your aunt. Show me that. Show me an effort that you understand what it is you're doing to other people. And yeah. show me your commitment to stop doing that. 
So this is all, it's all personal. It's all really looking at where you are. It may not be in your best interest to be on the front line somewhere. And let's be clear, that doesn't mean that your work doesn't benefit another community, but do the proper vetting. Do what you have to do to be a voice for us, but don't just make it about you being here. Mm. You have to do it over there. That's where the resources are. Kate's Corner is doing this pivotal work and this essential work in this lat, like these few months to really set a stage for support for DPS. And I think that the actionary part of it is calling and saying, how do I get involved? What do you need? We will be taking mm-hmm. on foster children, people who are in the children who are in our homeless shelters locally. We'll be taking in children who have been at McDougal Terrace. So our goal is to be able to service those children who need it the most. And so when you think about that, you think about the whole child. And you think, yes, they need an academic space to come to. Yes, they need the technology to do the work, but they need so much more. They need to be loved on right now. They need to be doted on. They need to be, it needs to be set apart. So that is the goal that we're trying Mm -hmm. to lift. My challenge is to have the Durham community step up in this way and really embrace those children in the circumstances that they're in and help us facilitate an amazing program in the next few months. Long term, get involved. You can have a child or not have a child, but and you need to share your information or just share your experience. We will have some parent focused groups as we get into the programming a little bit more. So if you have a gift or a skill set, whether it's in finance or legal or entrepreneurship or just health and wellness, if you have a gift that you can give back to these students, we're looking for partners to come and help us do some amazing programming during this time. I always encourage people, number one, to educate themselves about the issue whether it's through documentaries on Netflix and share that, you know, with people in their circle. The second thing I encourage people to do is to reach out to local organizations in your area doing the work. As a local organization, having a couple of nonprofits, you know, we're often overlooked. We're we're doing the work just as well and we're within armed reach of people in our community. So definitely reach out to local grassroots organizations in your area who, who are doing the work, seeing how you can contribute your resources, whether it's your time, your money, your connections. And the most important thing right now with that, the education, the showing up through your local orgs, in this time we're in is voting. We have some volunteer opportunities where, you know, people can every Saturday we have a virtual phone bank where we're reaching out to low propensity, directly impacted voters, trying to encourage them to register and go go vote. Obviously, staying educated with newsletter and mm-hmm. being as read and, you know, as the young folks say, as woke as they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly can be to get up to speed about what really is happening and what the foundations of this country are and the the tree that you spoke of. And then lastly, you know, you can always write a check. <laughs> you know, if it's if that's your activism, you can you can write a check to some organizations that, you know, are doing this work and try to support them in doing the work. You know, and I think the podcast is a demonstration of this. 
but I think we've got to be a little more self-aware, not mm. a little. I think I think we we do get tethered to headlines and tethered to notions. I just think we have to be a little bit more self-aware that that's happening. And so I'm going to choose to accept that as my truth or I'm not. Mm. And so, you know, or I'm going mm. to add that to the series of other things that I'm learning and understanding about myself and the community that I live in. Having that self-awareness around how you move and how you take in information, including this podcast is important and making room and space for new information. Mm. So take a step to the left. Press pause, pause the inbox and just be like, what shapes my thinking and and what are the sources? Well, if you've got to cite your sources for right. how you, what what shapes your thinking, mm-hmm. what makes it into your personal bibliography for your worldview, and just reflect on that list. Mm-hmm. Look at it, and is there any margin or any space in there for continuous learning from people who have a different lived experience than you? If you could just go to buildersandbackers.com. There's all sorts of material out there, resources out there, and will be in the coming months as well. You can sign up for a briefing, a webinar, or if you're interested in just getting started and rolling up your sleeves and actually learning how to do this, you can sign up for our next fellows court. Well, the first thing they can do to get involved is most definitely go to our website at www.heartsnc.org. Get involved is actually the name of the tab is broken down of different ways and opportunities that they can be a part of our organization, most definitely go and subscribe to our newsletter so that when events are happening and we're serving the community that you can come out and be a part, whether if that's just being an advocate and sharing the event, whether that is actually attending the event, um, showing up, coming out to support, whether that is making donations to, you know, the organization and the cause to becoming a sustaining donor, that will be <laughs> extremely helpful. So there are three things that people can do today. So One is through the Durham Hope Network that I've talked about. That's a way where people can sign up to volunteer in lots of different types of roles. And it's very open-ended. You can go into the sign-up form and say your idea for how you can show up. Um, So that could be, you know, doing, offering online tutoring for a student who needs some extra support. It could be offering translation services to support, um, you know, teachers who are needing to do a lot of translation with families if you're fluent in another language. Folks can find that sign up form at bullcityschools.org slash hope. Another is to contribute to the digital equity campaign, um, which is at bullcityschools.org slash digital equity. And then another really, really helpful way for people to show their support for public schools and to help you know, continually amplify the message of how our community can show up for our public schools. And you know, really that, that everybody has a role in supporting our public schools. Our public schools are incredibly important to the fabric of our community and to the future of Durham. And so it's everybody in our community has a role in, in supporting and championing our public schools. So folks can follow us on social media and help share and amplify those messages that we're sharing out. Ideas matter. Ideas 
matter so much. They matter because on a personal level, what we think about translates into what we do. But if we have networks, if we have access, what we think about and our ideas can actually inform and change the world. So what, you know, what I would encourage listeners who are here uh, listening to this podcast to think about is what are the ideas that you're holding around justice, around racism, around just creating a better society in your own kind of microcosm of the universe, within your family, within your friends network. Um, Because I think oftentimes when we think about complex issues, we want to tackle the big thing. But in reality, it's right here in front of us, right? It's, Hmm. It's the conversations we have with our parents or with our significant other or others. And I, and I think, you know, what are the ideas that are, that are being circulated in those spaces and how do you engage in them? How do you challenge them? How do you ask why five times, right? And start right there. Start where you are and in your community uh, because ideas really do matter. Wangari Mathi, she's incredible. She said, when you plant trees, you plant seeds of hope. Mm. I think if there's one thing that you can retrieve from this is that you can look around and take a breath in Mm. and see a problem and solve it, Mm. that there is hope and people before you have done good work and you can do good work and everything you do, that little seed you plant will grow exponentially into this massive tree of justice beyond Mm. your life. If there's one thing you take from it is that your good works will grow and that you can make an impact. And I hope it's through trees, but if not, there are so many ways. And that's what matters. Wasn't that great? I, so cool. I love that. So cool. I was Man. like walking down memory lane. I was thinking, where was I? What was happening around me outside the window when we recorded this episode and that episode? That was fun. It was great. Uh, yeah. So as I'm thinking here, I, I have lots of, I'm, I'm, two things are happening. One is I'm just so delighted to hear what incredible guests we had. Yeah. That was really amazing season. I mean, we're not finished with our season, but just an incredible group of, um, brilliant, committed, engaged community leaders, um, that are doing some fantastic work. I love that we were reminded of it. I also thought their show up moments had a thread. Mm. And so I don't know about you, but for me, as I was listening, I'm like, there are some practical things. There were some like, you know, the 30,000 foot stuff, but, but I feel like it all sort of boiled down to this idea of educating yourself, Mm. learning and getting rooted. I mean, you even said this one point, just getting really rooted in your understanding and your value system so that you can then share with other others over and over. We were like, okay, know what, you know, get rooted in what you understand to know about this and then share it. Like don't hold it close, but make sure that you're sharing it in the spaces that you occupy. Mm. Like Harvey Hinton was talking about, you know, I mean, he was very direct, but he's like, it would be nice if white people would occupy white spaces, right? And really focus on not just the black community or the underserved community, but focus on really the spaces that they occupy and work and like talk to your nephew, talk to your aunt about the things you're learning Mm -hmm. so that you can really reach 
at scale the work that we want to do at large. So I thought that, and then that, that idea of being educated fell right into what Brittany said. I remember, I mean, if you think about this, Brittany wrote a book about it, but now we got to read about it, right? And, she, and her first thing was like, you got to know and educate yourself on the issues mm. and then share what you're learning. So I think what we're seeing is like the, the deficit, the gap that our guests were calling out for us is that we are, are not as proficient in building in the time and the space to learn, deeply learn uh, on the topics and issues. I mean, our podcast is one way, but it certainly isn't the, that depth, right? We're giving you nuggets and, you know, 30 to 40 minutes of like good, juicy, meaty stuff to think about. But then really it's up to our listeners, up to us right. to go and like get the knowledge on the bookend and, you know, read and, and get more and get more knowledgeable in the stuff that we want to know. So that was a thread for me. Um, and I think for our show up moment in 21, it's like maybe there's a book list. Maybe there's just what is it that you want to dig into and then dig into it so that you can be not an expert, but certainly proficient and knowledgeable in a way that you could share it. What yeah, about that's you? so what good. I, I think I think that theme of education definitely is is all throughout. When I sit back and hear all these show up moments, like you said, that thread is there. I think it's also educating yourself on the go. If I if I could like almost, mm-hmm. I feel like I'd, an add on to that thread of there's this movement. There's there's this because I mean the show up moments they they feel like they have it's action oriented, and I do believe those two things are mutually reinforcing. And I think that's where I would I, I would say that's almost the way I would encourage our listeners to head into to the new year. Yeah, a hundred percent. There's just so many, there's so much opportunity mm-hmm. to lean in, to yeah. get proximate, to educate yourself and to act. And, and I think not wait until you have the perfect education to take action. Right. Right. But I think what uh, Michaelia said of asking why five times, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that implies, and we're going to peel back the layers here. And I think as you do that, you know, I think you, you start to understand, okay, here's how I show up well in a healthy way to be a part of moving my community forward yeah. into a way where everybody can flourish. And I just want to also give credit to Harvey on that too. Harvey has an engineering background and he was the one who first said, at least on our show, asking why five times. He had to do that practically in his profession. Do you remember that? So like that is a, that's also yeah, a yeah. theme, right? It's been a, it's been a theme, the why. And that's, these community leaders are like digging, digging, digging deeper. Yeah. And it makes sense. Like the video that I share with you, I, I, I texted to you um, earlier in the week, like the Google year in search 2020. I don't think it's still on the website, but you can find it. We'll put it, we'll drop it in the show notes, but I didn't know that Google did this, but just a really cool short three minute video talking about the, the, the analytics behind what, what we've searched this year in 2020. And it said, it's really been the year of why Yeah, we've asked why more than we ever have. And it, it's a, it's a poignant, it's a powerful video Yeah, it really talking is. about the range of things from, um, you know, COVID to Black Lives Matter to just all these these moments, these moments in our year that have been so impactful uh, that make us lean in and ask why. And I think to, literally, I think our season has shown us so far that that is a theme where that's an opportunity. We need to keep asking why and we need to keep leaning in. And that's that's the thing that's really been that is challenging to me is that I want to continue to ask why, um, but I want to do that as I go, as I move, as I move and I lean in to actually 
jumping in to, to meeting the needs in my community, like addressing some of these problems where I can. And that's individual on the individual level and like yeah. conversations with people I already know, but then also leaning in and kind of building bridges where maybe I, to diversify my community where I'm, I'm leaning in to address a problem that maybe doesn't have a direct impact on me, mm-hmm. but, but it does to my neighbor. And so right. it's going to be this work on yourself, but also, uh, lean in and get proximate to help others and don't wait to be perfect in, in your education before you, before you lean in to love neighbor. And I think that's, you heard from over a dozen people that are doing just that. These aren't perfect people. These are people who are flawed. Like well, we all are flawed, but they are educating themselves on the go. And so I think follow their example in how they lead imperfectly to, to address problems. Because I think if we all wait, until we kind of have the perfect plan, we're never going to, we're going to be so afraid that we're going to mess up that we don't actually do anything. And so. Well, and I think Michaela going back to her, um, it sums up what you're saying very well. And it's like, for me, it's like a capstone statement. She's like, ideas matter, which is what Mm -hmm. we're saying. They matter. You're saying action is, should be coupled. And she framed it up and just said, listen, what we think about is what we do. What we think about is what we do. So what are you thinking about? Where does justice, what space does it hold in your life? Where, what place does community have in your life? How do you think about those things? Because that's how you will act. That's how you will actually move and respond accordingly. So if you don't know much about it, if it's not that, you know, if it's not close to you, if you don't hold a space for those things, it will not surprise anyone that you are not doing the work around it. But if you have a commitment to to improve and to get to our favorite word of both seasons, proximate, Mm. then, you know, take the ideas that you're learning, you know, think about them, be reflective, and then you'll do something about it. You know, I really do think she's right on what we think about is what we do. Yeah. And that's, I think that's a great way to, to wrap right right there is like, as you think about the new version of you, right, which everybody's doing in January. And I know that you know, all the problems of 2020 aren't over. Or they, they, they carry over. We like to mentally think, oh yeah, that was just a, that was a crazy year as if <laughs> somehow that problems just have a hard stop bookend. No, no, they don't do that. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? I mean, I think mentally we've all done that to survive That's this right. year, right? But 2021 is going to, is going to be another chance for us to, to continue to wade into these waters. I'm ex- I'm looking forward to doing that. I'm filled with hope because of the people that are doing the work. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping our listeners will rally around something. Pick something you heard today mm-hmm. and weave that into your New Year's resolutions for, for 2021. Make that a priority and make it last. Make it stick in your life. Make it sustainable. And as we, as we land the plane for season two and gear up for more storytelling in 2021, like just, just set that proper pace Yes, we need you. We need you to be running at a pace that's sustainable in this work. Um, So check in with yourself and make sure that you're you're doing that self-care and you're you're loving others. But it's a good blend of both because justice work, like we have always said, is not a sprint. Yeah, Um, it's a marathon. It is for sure. It is for sure. There is endurance required. Hey, for our listeners, if you have a show up moment that really resonates with you, we'd love to hear about it. So you know, I don't know, Instagram us, Facebook us, however Rob wants us to that's get right. that information. At, at City Network. Okay. That's right. When we post, <laughs> when we post the podcast, uh, you can you know, respond back to us. You know, let us know how, how are you showing up? Email what, what, us. We get which emails. One of these, yeah. That's right. 
which one of these resonated most with you? And, and let's start that conversation because I think let us be the practice, right? You know, we, uh, yeah. we'd love to hear from you, first of all. And then second of all, it's like a great way to, if you're new to talking about these things, like, hey, we'd love to engage with you so that you can build up the confidence to do what we've already discussed today, which is lean in to your networks, yeah. have these conversations, talk about what it means to take action and let's get after it. 2021. Let's go. Let's reimagine. Let's reimagine that new story for our, for our communities, right? I love that. I love that. And we want to wish everybody that's listening a, a happy new year and a really, really beautiful moment stepping into 2021 with like all kinds of new possibilities. Personally, not just around justice, but we wish all the best to our listeners, whatever you're trying to tackle this year, personally, professionally, within your community, we are sending you great energy around that. Um, we want to see you win. So that's right. Happy that's new year. right. And we're, we're grateful for you. We're grateful that you, you've been on this journey with us. And uh, we look forward to continuing, continuing to walk alongside you. Jess, grateful for you. We'll see you next year, right? See you next year, friend. All right. <laughs> Take care. Thanks so much for listening to Just. In the spirit of sharing, if you like what you've heard, tell a friend about the show and give us a five-star rating and review. Many thanks to DJ P-Dog and producer Low Key for producing the music for our show. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And so when I decided to start my own film company, I wanted to do something on the Wilmington Massacre. You know, it's North Carolina history. It also has some involvement even in my hometown. And it was like everyone was waiting on an opportunity to get involved. A lot of people tried to make a film like this, but they never went through with it. 